0: Hello, everybody. This is the Common Sense American, and I am here with a post-debate special podcast. I normally don't uh, address what everyone else is talking about, especially at the exact same time that everybody else is talking about it, but um, this is obviously a very big deal, and we really need to—after last night, I-, I think even the most ardent Trump supporter. Would agree that we we seem to be at odds with civility. We seem to be at odds with civilization. I, I don't mean to say that you know Trump was uh, being nothing but a, a jackass and a bully, and we're hearing that a lot from the media. I, I think his personality is is who he is, and it's part of what got him elected in the first place. I think Biden is a nothing, an absolute milk toast candidate who um is going to be nothing more than a puppet in the White House if he gets in. And uh it's highly doubtful that he'll last those four years. And we all know that Harris uh wants to be president and uh a good number of Democrats want her to be president and let's face it, that is the end game for these people. Um but last night I think put into Stark relief! What I have been worried about and what I've been talking about for probably a year or maybe maybe a few years now, um, we are seeing in all of uh, and throughout the country in all layers of society, whether we're talking about politics or entertainment or education, um, we're seeing a degrading of 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 just general civility. We're seeing uh, just manners and etiquette and civility is, is falling off and falling by the wayside. And confrontation appears to be the only uh, method of communication that we have now. And we've reached a point where the two sides are so far apart on absolutely everything, it seems, that the only thing they can do is scream and snarl at each other. And that's what we saw last night in the two candidates, they just scream and snarl at each other for, for an hour or whatever. And I, I don't understand... If, if I were um, – they both messed up as far as I'm concerned. If I were in Biden's camp, I would have said, you know, don't get goaded and don't get drawn into it. Stick to whatever your platform is. Uh, appeal to the American people as best you can. And if I was in Trump's camp, I would have said, you know, you're too hot. you got to back off a little bit. Um, uh, Present your facts, present your achievements. And I've said this also, I just said this about a month ago, if if Trump wants to win, the one thing he really needs to do is to tout his achievements and his accomplishments. Because the one thing they always get on him about is is delving into personal attacks. And the one way around that is to talk about achievements and accomplishments, which they cannot challenge. Uh, They cannot come back over the top and say, oh, no, this didn't happen, because it absolutely did. Um, he has done a lot of good things during his term. I think there's more that could have been done, but he's he's made strides in the right direction in a number of areas, and that's what he should have focused on. And he should have also focused on tearing down uh, Biden's platform, which isn't that difficult to do because it's terrible. And instead, you know, there's more of a you know going after Hunter and Bo and going after uh, Biden's lack of support among law enforcement, which is perfectly legitimate. But it's just the way that Trump is going about it that. Uh, and the two sniping at each other and the moderator getting in the middle. He said he wanted to be invisible. He really wasn't. I, if I was moderator, I'm not even sure what I would have done. I don't know what you can do in that situation. The, the whole thing, um, if you put that, if you compare it to a presidential debate from, I don't know, 40, 50, 60 years ago, right, you will notice such a difference in the way that our politicians talk to each other. There, this is supposed to be a civilized uh, counter argument between the two um, of, that, of, of topics that are of the most importance at that time to the country. And they they can, um, you know, they can rebut the other's argument. They can rebuff a little. They can counter. They can go after the other person's record and, and, and history a little bit. But. That was more like a seventh grade, uh, you know, you're a bully and you're just a weakling and blah, blah, blah kind of thing you'd see on the playground. And if you really think about it, that is the sort of general immaturity that we are seeing infect the entire country. We have adults in their 40s and 50s acting like they're teenagers. We have uh, people well into their 30s that have the mindset of children and preteens. It's The, the kinds of entertainment have, have gotten lower and lower and lower and are catering to the absolute lowest common denominator. And I'm not saying they pretty much haven't always done that. What I'm saying is even among what we're considering higher forms of entertainment and education, now we've got... Nastiness and confrontation and grittiness and anger and hostility, and very little in the way of intelligent argument, uh, intelligent insight. Um, I got no insight last night. I, they weren't saying anything we didn't already know. They weren't People are saying that that's probably not going to change anybody's mind in terms of voting and that it's just going to further polarize. Uh, the two sides, which you know was probably inevitable anyway, and um, the downside is, you know, I'm hearing some independent voters are just saying, "We we don't want Trump. We, we he's too much. He's too over the top." And this proves it. And blah blah blah. Now, I want to make it clear. I don't want Biden in there. I I, I would I'm I have every intention of voting for Trump. My my point is, <clears throat> there are also a lot. Of people on the fence. Now, we know this. We know this from polls. We know this from uh, just general surveys. There are a lot of independents out there and a lot of moderates on both sides of the fence that are very much undecided right now as to where they're going to cast their vote. We know that the hardcore left and the hardcore right, we know where they're going. But there's a lot in the middle that we don't. And that undecided vote, those independent voters are probably what's going to determine this election. And I'm one of them. I'm pretty well set on Trump just because I I I, I can't handle the, the, the Democrat doctrine. It's, it's, it's too illogical. It's too irrational. It's too insane. It has nothing to do with uh, bolstering a, a country, but bringing it down, bringing it to its knees um, with liberal policies that have not worked in decades and continue to, to fail. Um, and we're seeing that in Democrat-run uh, cities. We're seeing that. We're just seeing that everywhere. And I, I, I cannot go with that. I don't see how anybody can go with that, frankly, given the statistics and given the way things are. But I think a lot of people, and I know a lot of people, for example, in my family and friends that um, have been on the fence for a while, and what a lot of them are basically right-wing, but what they're saying is they want their ideologies and their ideas and their theories, they want their beliefs to be upheld by a Republican or right-wing uh, president, but they don't want it to be Trump. Uh, if they could, they'd throw another candidate in there, if, if at all possible. Um, there are a lot of people who are saying that now. I don't necessarily agree, only because I can't think of a, of, of a Republican candidate now that, that would be any good in, in, in the role of president. I really can't. Um, there might be a few coming up that could be very interesting, but right now, I mean, we really do. We have we need some young blood, first of all. We have our politicians are all too old. All these guys and, and women, they're all too old to be holding such high positions of power. Pelosi and Biden and even Trump. They're they're too old. We need, like, you know, a, a young, fiery uh idealist, uh, like, you know, we need another JFK or something. And I'm aware he's a Democrat, but compared to today, he may as well be a Republican. But we need something like that. This is getting, this is, this is just a A bunch of old guys sniping at each other and not really embracing the spirit of uh, give and take and uh, the spirit of debate in that uh, I'm not going to say I'm better than you or I'm not going to say you're just an idiot. I'm going to tell you why I will represent the American people better than you, why I have their interests at heart. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to bust my butt to make that happen. Now, I think we've seen that from Trump. My question is, why didn't he put that on full display? I mean, he alluded to some of the things that he has done, but it was more in a general roundabout sort of way. He didn't really go into specifics and in statistics. I don't know why his team didn't uh, prepare him better or give him more of this right out of the gate to to combat uh, Biden. Uh, neither one of them had really anything concrete to sink their teeth into. It just degraded into a mess. It just it was a, it was disgusting, and I think. At this point, I don't want to see more debates anymore. I, I've, I've decided this was sort of a finishing blow for me. This just told me everything I needed to know about the state of the country, and that we're, we're so at odds with each other. I'm, I wonder if there's any talking anymore. Um, I wonder if we, our leaders obviously can't talk to each other. And when your leaders can't talk to each other, you have a problem. It's not just that we have citizens who can't talk to each other and who are fighting each other in the street. Okay? That's one thing. To have all the people who we elected basically can't talk to each other, can't sit in a room together without calling each other names after, you know, 14 seconds. That is not a civilization. Okay? That is a regression. It doesn't matter who's in that room. It doesn't matter if it's, it's Trump or Biden or whoever. If that is the result, if that's what we get when we put these people in a room and say, here, debate the topics that are important to this country, and all we get is a, you know, a playground attack, uh, one after the other, then we sort of have a situation where the American people need to really reconsider the position of the two-party system. They need to consider where they are on the maturity scale. We've fallen off the map. Uh, You know, I can't even look at things on television, but they're, they're so stupid and so childish and adolescent and it's, it's happening in movies. It's, I can't, it's hard to find books that aren't like that. They're, what our priorities are haven't really changed that much. But I think the general level of intelligence and sophistication and civility has really, really fallen. And that's not good. I'm not saying that everybody has to want to go to museums and listen to classical music and all that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that maybe, just maybe... We're seeing evidence of a declining civilization in every facet of society. We have people who, again, they act like children, they dress like their children, they have they, no pride in themselves, they take no pride in their work, they take, they, they're looking for the easy way out at all times. Their first response when being called out for something is just to attack. They don't want to talk, they don't want to discuss, uh, they don't want to debate They simply, and and I will say, I'm going to put a lot of this at the feet of leftists because their behavior, as I said last week, their behavior is the scariest of the bunch. Their behavior is agree with us or we're taking out a machete. That is basically their behavior. That is the message they are sending. That is what's going on in the streets. That is who's looting. That is who's rioting and protesting. Okay, now you can call out the Proud Boys all you want. I don't actually even know much about them. I I guess they're white supremacists. I have no idea. I don't know what they are. Okay, all I know is I'm sick of the violence. I'm sick of the hostility. I'm sick of the clashing. There's got to be a way to stop this. And the way to stop this is not to browbeat the other side into submission. That's what they're trying to do to us. If we turn around and do that, that's just, well, that's just a war. And as I had said previously, when you have a society where the uh, sale of firearms is skyrocketing among general citizens, uh, isn't that cause for concern? I'm not against the Second Amendment. What I'm against is the idea that uh, this is they're they're preparing for no one's preparing for peaceful anything if they're up buying firearms, and they're not buying them to go hunting. They're buying them for self defense, and they're self defense from their fellow citizens from people in their country it's not an, we don't have an invasion it's not you know this isn't a this isn't a war it might be a civil war and that's what's concerning and when you have two sides that cannot come to any sort of agreement on anything cannot make a concession we didn't have either side make any sort of concession last night we didn't have one guy say well you know you're you're right about that and maybe i made a mistake about this and i'm going to do better on this That didn't happen. And if you look at past debates, like I said, a while ago, you you might be able to dig some up. Maybe they've been black and white. I I don't know. You might be able to find some. But you will find a much more professional uh, situation and atmosphere and a friendlier environment. Sometimes it can get edgy. Sometimes it can get heated. But it doesn't uh, devolve into whatever that was last night. That does not happen that would have been considered just that's that's a laughable thing that can't happen in civilized society these are our these are leaders these are two people two people who are vying to lead this country and they act like this on public television in front of everybody I don't know who said it. It might have been CNN. I said, you know, it was the American people who lost. And I have to agree, as much as I don't believe that Biden is right for this country, and as much as I do intend to vote for Trump, and I like what he has done in the past four years in a lot of ways, you can't disagree with the notion that we are facing a turning point in this country because the citizens can no longer talk to each other, and now our leaders can no longer talk to each other. Everything one side does is bad. Everything the other side does is is good. There's no gray area. Everyone hates everybody if they're down a party line. I think the one thing you're going to see that comes of this is you're going to see more and more and more people going independent. You're going to see more people uh, breaking away from either party and saying, you know, eat both of you, I can't deal with either one of you anymore. Uh, and there's a lot of people who say, I'm not the only one. I've been an independent forever, and I think I always will be, and that's simply because I don't believe in the two-party system. I don't believe it can work. I don't believe it has staying power. I believe that if you stick with it for too long, you get this. This is what you end up with. You need people who have some, you know, it leads to uh, crushing the freedom of thought and, and, and take some of the responsibility out of the individual. It sort of says, well this party stands for this 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 and this that's why you should go for us and they don't really look into it much more than that and say, okay that's that's me that's or that's close to me so I'm going with that. I'm going with whatever party's closest to me and then you sort of end up with candidates that don't really uh, cater to anybody specifically just sort of to a group of bullet points and the you know when they start to uh, pull away from you on those bullet points a lot of people say, well what the hell? And they might switch parties or they might just leave the party. The answer to this is people need to go more independent. They need to become more, uh, I've always said they need to become more self-sufficient in their minds. They need to stop being uh, so uh, easy to manipulate. So easy to, uh, when someone says, this is what our party does, you're like, oh, that's I'm good for that. And you don't ask any more questions. You should always ask questions. Should always wonder why Republicans have not delivered on their promises. Should always wonder why Democrats seem to be in control of every city that's devolving into flames. Just like, pff, blow up. What is it, 17 of 20 the most violent uh, cities in the country run by uh, Democrats? Yeah. Uh, th- there's questions that we all have. And in order for us to uh, maintain our independence, maintain our freedom of thought, I think it's important for us to be as uh, free of parties as we possibly can. But the other thing is that I think we feel obligated more and more for part of a party to vote along those party lines, because if we don't, we feel like a little like we're betraying that party. Other members of that party will feel like we betrayed the party. We don't want to go that route. Whereas if you're an independent, I think you just feel like you have more of a freedom of choice. And that you, you objectively look at things um, and you make your own decisions as opposed to sort of being told what those decisions should be. And I think you're going to see a lot more than that, more of that going down the road. And as far as future debates go, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I would assume and I would hope that uh, both sides are going to have a little meeting and say we, we can't have that happen again. We're just going to – we're going to try and pull back on both sides and let one person talk maybe a little bit longer before the other person jumps in, have the moderator uh, – give him a chance to sort of be invisible so he doesn't have to jump in. I think he jumped in too much, but uh, I think he was – I don't know. I think he was trying to not make it the circus it was, I guess. I Again, I wouldn't know really what to do in that situation. Now, I know a lot of people just say, oh, well, let's just let Trump run the show and he – you know, he just – you know, let him do what he's going to do, because that's who he is. It's it's not a good look in that situation. And again, where are I want to see more of the accomplishments and achievements and statistics that are definitely in favor of the Trump administration, bring those out, let Biden babble, don't even put him in a position where he has to defend himself. There's no point really, because he doesn't really have anything like Trump said, what has he done in 47 years? Bring that. Go ahead. Let him try, because he hasn't done anything. He doesn't have a track record, a bunch of anything. So what? And his plans are just useless. And I think you look at him. You know that's not going to do anything. Nobody really likes him. If you remember, I will bet you a fair percentage of people who are going to vote for Biden. That's an anti-Trump vote. That's. A, I just want anybody in there who's not Trump. It has nothing to do with Biden. So if Trump keeps playing into their hands, then he faces sort of a problem. If he, you know, I think this is a time to take a step back, and I, I'm not telling, I'm not saying, oh, you have to be presidential and whatever. Maybe just be more professional, more reserved, because that might pave the path to victory. Nobody won last night, as far as I'm concerned. I think a lot of people will agree with that, and it, we just can't have that happen again. And again, it's indicative of a society that is down the path, it's down the rabbit hole of, of hostility and incivility and um, childishness and adolescence. That that can't be. This can't be. We need people to grow the hell up. We can't have people acting like this all the time. It's not just those two guys. It's the whole, the whole country. You look at social media, it's kind of scary. All they do is yell at each other. What's the point? I, I don't understand where we think we're going to go from this. What we think we're going to achieve, I understand that if we let Democrats in, they could very well decimate this country more than they already have. And I get it. I understand the urgency of it. And I understand why I would never, especially now, put a Democrat in the White House. may as well, you know, it's just as good as putting a socialist in there. And I get it. But there has to be some level of acknowledgement of the regression of society. And somebody's got to step up and say we got to do something about this. This, this is, this is. People are going to laugh at us. I think countries are laughing at us, saying, "What? Why are they all eight years old?" This all has to stop. Anyway, that's that's my my spiel for today. I I would have spoken about something specific about the debates last night, the topics or whatever, but they didn't really say anything we didn't already know. They didn't present us with any new information hardcore Democrats are going Biden, hardcore Trump uh, Republicans are going Trump. Uh, undecideds are probably still undecided. I don't think a whole lot changed. So I, I'm not really talking about that. I'm talking about, again, the general behavior of the country as a whole, the people in it. It's, it's, it's citizens and now it's leaders on both sides. Oh, and we need younger blood, rapidly. Someone, anyone, Candace Owens, please, anybody, step up. I don't know, we got to do something. Somebody younger, vibrant, strong, anybody, with real beliefs that we can get behind, that has a great outlook, that has uh, some respect for everything this country was founded upon. That kind of thing. Sense of professionalism. I'm saying Trump doesn't have that. I'm saying he goes about it a different way, and maybe that way is starting to fatigue a little. Anyway, that's just what I'm saying for now. And I'll get back to you again next week, hopefully with um, more thoughts uh, about the direction this country is headed. I I keep hoping to do a positive one at some point here. Um, Try and be a little more optimistic. Uh, But in the meantime, uh, please feel free to share and listen to more podcasts. It's always free. I don't do ads. I'm on pretty much all forms of listening uh, from iHeartRadio to iTunes and everything in between. Um, And uh, that's it for this week. And I'll see you again. Thanks.